Hi, and welcome to another episode of Theories and Thoughts Podcast with your hostess, Anya and Fancy. So, hey, friend. Hey, friend. Hey, I get that from, I, I was saying, hey, friend. Hey, the Insecure Podcast, the after show that I listen to, her name is mm-hmm. Friend. I don't know what the rest of it is, but she always say, and I'm hey friend, hey, and I just oh, and that's the name that she goes by. I think that's her uh, Instagram like handle and so on. Hey friend, hey, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you know who I'm talking about? Kind of, yeah. Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. Um, so how are you doing today? What's going on? How was your weekend? Um, my weekend. I'm, I'm so upset with myself because I must didn't do anything. And I remember like thinking on Sunday evening, like, oh, I'm just going to do everything, you know, throughout the week. And I'm going to have enough time because I'm going to the Epicon conference on um, actually tomorrow. I thought I was going to be leaving out Thursday morning, like early Thursday morning, making it there like Thursday afternoon. I was going to take care of everything else I need to take care of uh, tomorrow on Wednesday. And then I got the itinerary today. And I see the first workshop is like at 7.45 in the morning on Thursday. So I'm going to have to leave out early. So I've just been kind of trying to get myself together. And yeah. I yesterday we talked, you said that you was leaving out Thursday. <laughs> so yeah, I really just knew I was leaving out Thursday morning. Like I didn't realize, I knew there was a VIP day, but I was thinking mm-hmm. like, VIP days be on Fridays, you know, so, but I pay for that day and I need to be there. <laughs> and the first workshop that I, the main one I want to take is the first one in the morning. So girl, oh I don't know if I'm do this, but I'm going to make it happen. You're going to make it happen, Captain. I think I was really in the mindset of I'm going to do things this week. I was going to do it Saturday. So Friday, I didn't really do nothing. Saturday, um, I went to, um, this this lady that I met at my walk of a woman, um, the walk of a woman um, that we do every first Thursday. I met her there. She sells Cabby. It's a brand. It's a really nice brand. It's, it's kind of expensive. I mean, it's not your $50, $30, $40 brand. <laughs> Some of the stuff is like $100 and, and up. What? Uh, what? What is it though that she sells? It's called Cabby. That's the name of the brand. Okay, but what is it? It's different. It's clothes. Oh, okay. So she's like a boutique. Yeah, something like well, that. Or a brand line, a clothes. She's a brand. like a brand ambassador. Okay. They call a stylist. Oh, They're okay. called stylists. And um, okay. she asked me to come and model some of the plus clothes because she she's smaller, she's thinner, and she wanted someone with a different body type. So she said she's a rectangular, and I am a pear shape. So I was able to, um, it was a zoom and I was able to model the clothes so she can see how that, how they, so the people can see how I look on a more voluptuous woman. So mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, Sunday, one of my friends, Brandon Keith hit me up and sent me his song. It's called feel so good. Wait, feel so good to me. It's really a banger. It's really, really, really good. So I was listening to that. And then I called my uncle because Sunday was his birthday. And one thing about me and my family, you know, like I'm not that close to my uncle, but my uncle has a really big impact on me. If I could, you know, because he he gives me little gems here and there. So mm-hmm. one of the things he told me before was if I've ever repeat, I know I'm, I'm sure I repeat this. You have to have a hustle for every season because in one season, one of them hustles may not work or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
told me that he used to always say to go see the turtle, take the water. He always showed he was a businessman, you know, and he was he had his hands in all different things. So it was really good to sit down and we talked for a good long time and you know about family matters and just different things. And he was like, So why you feel like they don't like you? Why did you know? And I told him, he was like, Well, from then, you know, we're not gonna worry about that. And it was just really good. I really enjoyed it. So that was my Sunday. And um, yeah, I decided I was like, okay, I need to get my life in order. So um, I was sending you um uh, planners as I do every year, <laughs> sending you a bunch of yeah. stuff to take it. And um, I finally decided on one. And I'm going to use it. I say that every year, but I'm really going to use it. I need to use it. And this one has everything in there. And you was like, it's overwhelming. And it is. It is a bit. But I'm like really, really, really excited about it. So I'm ready to move on. But I'm just like, I just, I don't want to spend that type of money and not use that thing. But just get a simple one. Well, then I have one, I guess. I, what I really need to focus on really is looking ahead and like um noting those important dates you know so that's what i more so need to focus on i could write that on anything but i need it to be i mean not on anything so i guess the one that i have is really that's what i'm gonna start with before i go out and spend a lot of money and stuff yeah. yes do that do that i mean do that you know i was like okay this has the vision board part you know i can put those things and that could be right there and I just liked how it just looked. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> it was nice. I mean, it was it really good. cool. And um, I, I talked to you, and I was like, and I talked to Sharona, though you two are my people that I work with, um, my clients, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get on this, I gotta really jump into this because I don't feel like I'm creative enough. I don't feel creative. I don't feel like I'm really doing what I want to do in life. Like I want to, I'm just working jobs and I don't want to do that. I want to own my craft, you know? So mm. I'm like really excited about that. I'm about to put some stuff in, in place and, um, and I'm just excited. I'm excited about those things. So that's what's been going on. I did get a chance to catch the premieres of Queens and Insecure. <laughs> Queens, first of all, you have to know that I am an E fan. I've been an E fan since um I was in college. I when I when I came to college, you like I said, I think it was last last week. Like you couldn't tell me I wasn't E. Like that's and then you have to understand I not on purpose, but I went from blonde to red hair. <laughs> not following her, but that was just funny. I thought about that the other day. I was like, you know. I did the same thing, um, but like I'm rapping even stuff. So it was really good. Um, I feel like it really established who everybody was. So you know who everybody is, their backgrounds, where they're coming from. You understand where the group came from and different things. So I'm really, really excited about that that show. Um, Insecure. I'm, I'm sad, but I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad that this is the last season. Yeah, Insecure came on, sis. Insecure came on. Brandy, hey, Brand, Brandy is our um, guest next week, y'all. Just throwing mm -hmm. it out there. <laughs> um, so, yes, I watched Insecure. I, I, I never get HBO until Insecure come on. So I just say <laughs> as long as it's on. As long as they're on. So, yeah, that, you know, thoughts? Did you catch anything? 
I um actually okay when you tell me about Queens because I had been planning to watch that. That was something like we've been um sharing the, the trailers and stuff on the Swagger Magazine Instagram, and I was excited about it. Totally, I don't ever remember what day stuff comes on. For one, I just kind of I, I, that's one thing. But um when you mentioned it last night, I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch it. Um, I'm gonna see if I can find it on Hulu. Well, I sat down, but I ended up watching 4400. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, though, because I was shocked to see so many black people in 4400. And when as soon as I Googled it, they said, like, you know, it's like I forgot how they worded it, but it's a strong black presence. Like they have a lot of black cast members. So I'm excited to see how they're going to take this reboot. I mean, it's not exactly. It's not supposed to be a black show, but I even think we're going to see a little bit like um, because one of the characters is from like the civil rights time, you know. So I think we're going to get some of that in there. So yeah. check that out. I've never heard of it. Forty four hundred. Really? It's, it was girl it was so good. It used to come on USA, I think. But um, but I do. I was going to ask you, can, is it possible to watch Insecure like um, the back episodes? Is it possible to still mm -hmm. watch those? Mm hmm. I mean, if you don't have it, I can always, you know, slide you over my 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 login. <laughs> I have. Okay. Let me tell you, I have people who have my logins for Hulu. I have people who I be like, oh, you don't have it here. Here you go. Shoot, I pay for <laughs> all us, and it's not much. I, what I pay ten ten dollars, but still, oh, okay. I'm paying okay. for it. I can let whoever I want be on it. <laughs> Okay, we'll have this discussion offline. Oh, okay, we don't want. Okay, 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 okay. So, what's been buzzing? And Brandy, you are Greek, so you chime in, girl. Everybody's been up, well. People been up in arms. I've been seeing both from Greeks. I've been hearing. I've been seeing from Greeks and non-Greeks um, that Amanda Seals had on AKA. Um, Shield. So here's the thing. I watched it and I really was looking for it. Like I want, I was looking, I was looking because I was like, let me see what the uproar is. You only see an A. So how do you know that that said AKA? Maybe it just said A. I don't know. Yes, she had on green and pink. I wear green and pink. My best friend, Arnitra's favorite colors are green and pink, but she's no AKA. That are, that's her favorite colors. So at first I was like, are they upset because the girl I have on the colors? And then when I seen the jacket and you only see an A. And then I was like, Insecure is smarter than this. HBO is smarter than that. I'm sure they got permission to do whatever, to even say AKA or whatever, because you have to in certain situations. So, but I'm a non-Greek. So I'm out of the conversation, I guess. I felt, Anya's thoughts as a nine Greek was, this is giving your sorority a positive impact. I mean, like, I look like a great actress is playing this. Is it because, and then it made me think about the stereotypes of a AKA? And maybe people was upset because of how an AKA is being portrayed. I don't know. Your thoughts? Well, of course, I have not seen it, but I did um, hear like somebody else had made a remark about only the A being able to be seen. So it seems to me like it was implied, but um, it is good press. So I don't quite understand, but I, I'm not Greek either. I know that they can be very sensitive about this. 
Um, Because I remember the tiny incident, which that was different. But then, like, um, in that tweet that Mark Lamont Hill made, you know, the organization gave them permission to use it. Um, then what is all the fuss about? And I guess that's kind of what I'm more so looking at. Like, if that is the case, then what is the fuss about? Because obviously somebody above you thought that this was a good move for you all, you know? But I think that oftentimes when we see, um, when we're looking at stuff on TV and they have those organizations, they do, you know, like the names might be changed, but it's similar, but you know, oh, that's supposed to be like so-and-so, right. so-and-so. Right, it's fictitious. Right. Yeah, but also, but but also that it's like it's similar to a, a real organization. So I don't understand, you know, how really that's not any different. But what I did look at is the fact that Amanda Seals said that you know when she did that little video and she was like, "I'm not a soror," um, whatever her name is, Tiffany is a soror, you know. And I was like, okay, so is Amanda stating clearly that you know? This, that the character is an AKA because if that's the case, Ooh. then yeah, that's what it is. Okay, she did. She said, I'm not a soror. Google says that she is, but she's not. She said, I'm not, and it says that I um that I have a perlisker perlis. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, never mind. I know what you're talking about. Pulister, lisk. Oh, that that one. Um, says she has one of them too, and she said, I don't have one of them either, but. <laughs> They give honorary um, letters to people too. Go and give us some letters. Shit. I don't know. I mean, that's just like when Boosie Woe wore the um, hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sharon girl. Remember when Boosie did that? I was yeah. like, Boosie, <laughs> where Boosie <laughs> fighting from though was the question. Like, Boosie, who gave you that? And it was such an uproar. And I understand they went through so much to become Greek. And, you know, honest, to be transparent, I wanted to be Greek. Um, but my college that I went to, DeVry, did not have Greek. Um, and then I got an associate's from a community college. And the four-year that I went to, they may have Greek. Yeah, they do have Greek UNT. But... I was part-time still going to the community college, taking classes. So I wasn't there full-time to mm -hmm. even think about going to a rush or anything. So, you know, as an adult, I thought about doing it and I have, I've reached out, I'm on their mailing list or whatever, but I actually talked to a dear friend of mine who's a Delta and she, she said, she feel that as an, as an adult, unless you don't have no, Unless you don't have any friends or any, you know, any um, af um, affiliations, she don't see why a person would. Because she was like, why would you want to? Like, you have all these other stuff going on. And I was like, you know what? That's true. But I've been asked. I've been I would asked. do it for the connections. Like, really? that's the main reason why I would do it. Uh, regardless of the friends that you got, like, are the friends that you got, can they put you in the type of places that it seems like I see other Greek people? I know. Because <laughs> if not, then damn them friends. <laughs> no, I mean, I really friends. So you know, I would be open to it. I, I really would be. Um, well, I, I think part of me is still open to it. I'm. I mean, if they have a chapter, I'm gonna go and check or whatever. I see. You know, I, again, Sharona says Greek Greek connections have range, and they do, and they do. I've been asked. I've been asked. Um, Anya, are you Greek? And I'm like, no, 
<laughs> no, I'm not Greek. <laughs> but I mean, I probably pledge grad around here somewhere. There's there's a there's a Dallas chapter. They just don't have anything. Um, Delta because my cousin don't know this, but because my cousin is a Delta, I just wanted to be like her. My cousin Alshanda. So shout out to her. Um, my niece is a Delta. My niece Jalen that goes to Southern. She's a Delta now. So I mean, just to be like them. I just wanted to be like my big cousin. And that's why I was going to go to Gremlin, but I couldn't wait. I, I wanted to leave. That's why I went to DeVry. But I was going to go to Gremlin because my uncle went to Gremlin, my brother, my sister-in-law, my cousins all went there, all that. I know you a Zeta girl. I was saying because you are a Greek. <laughs> Did you have any input on it? Did you have input on it? I know you a Zeta, baby. You got a whole um, color palette, eyeshadow for Zeta, <laughs> honey, because I got it, the blue. Moving on. So, speaking of friends and situations, um, our condolences go out to the single mother's family who um, who killed herself. And I personally always say I mind my business and I mind my friend's business too. And I do mind my friend's business. Y'all know I mind your business. You know I mind your business. Because my friends are important to me. And if I seen the post, and I'm not speaking anything ill on her friends or whatever, but if I'd have seen the post that this young lady was posting, I personally would have been all up in her business. And I find that so many times we take a blind eye. We, we, we have a blind eye to different situations. Um, one of my babies, um, she has twins and she had posted some about being tired. And she was like, I just need a break one day or something like that. I didn't take it lightly. She was on the phone with Chloe the other day. And I said, you know, I babysit, right? Bring the babies to me because that's important because she's important to me. And I understand that it is hard as hell being a single mother. And if I can just take your ch your children for a second while you regroup, that's what I'm going to do. If I can help you, I have a cousin who hit me up all the time and she'd be like, cuz, can you send me $60? Here you go. Cash out. I might not even respond back to her text. I'm just, I just go ahead and cash out her. And I don't do it for no form or reason. It's because I know she's a single mother and I know she's doing her best in what she's doing. So part of me is like, where was her family and her friends? Were they being unbothered and not in her business? Because baby, I looked at those text, those messages that girl said, if I die, don't let my baby daddy get my kids because he couldn't help me with them when I was alive. Oh, wow. I, I did not um, look into those, into her social media or anything. I was meaning to, but I didn't. But my heart does like ache for her because that was, um, I just couldn't imagine, you know, like um, I've had some low points and I think Maybe I've even had those thoughts, you know, years ago, uh, way a lot of years ago. But, you know, when my kids were younger and you just kind of get to that point where it seems like, you know, you don't know what to do. Um, you just about to lose your mind and it seems like everything is on you. But that's just that was just a really sad situation. Just all right. Around. I mean, I don't blame her. I've seen a lot of people victim blaming. I don't blame her because maybe it got to be so much. We don't know 
what she was feeling, how she was feeling to feel like it would be a better place without her being here. Like my heart aches for her family and for what she was going through. I didn't, um, I just seen what was posted. I didn't really go through her social media either, but to feel that way and know that you have kids like that, you know, it was a lot. Um, Delilah said, I'll never forget when you asked if I was okay because it looked like I was hit in, the, in my eye when I would go live. I thought that was sweet. Oh, Delilah. <laughs> of course, because I care. <laughs> Delilah was like, no, that wasn't no. <laughs> but I mean, because we, you know, we care. I care. Um, you know, I I text my friends. A lot of times, how are you feeling mentally? I don't ask how you're doing a lot of times. I ask, how are you mentally? <laughs> because yeah. that's what's important to me. And mental health is so important to me. Because although I've never really was serious about killing myself, I used to say when I was a kid because I felt like nobody cared. You know, I felt like nobody liked me. Um, Roselle says, that's all right. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. Uh, um, you know, when I was a kid, I felt like nobody liked me and nobody wanted me around. So I would say that for attention. So yeah, Delilah said we need more people to care and take notice. Yeah. Yeah, I think also everybody has their own threshold, you know, as far as like what we can mentally handle. And I think mm -hmm. that people need to better understand it. Just because you can, you know, um, encourage something or endure something that doesn't always mean that the next person can exactly. you know exactly and that that's so real that is so true you just said a whole lot fancy because people be quick well i dealt with that and i can deal with that and i did and just because you can't don't mean that they can't you know your tolerance your tolerance of certain a certain thing might be high where mine is low but mine is high in another area you know yeah. um Speaking of tolerance, Cynthia Bailey says she left Real House of um, Atlanta to save her marriage. You know, her first marriage to Peter, it she got married on the show and she got divorced on the show. And she said this time she wanted to work. And would you quit your job for that, you know, for your husband? Something like that. Yes, I would. I mean... Yeah, I think I would. Um, of course, depending on well, but I would I guess by now, whatever, whoever I would have as a husband at this point, I definitely have, you know, thoroughly vetted. So that right. seems almost <laughs> like a no-brainer in some senses. But um also just I think you kind of as we're starting to see, like all of them, they've been on the show for so long, you know, like right. it's time for a, a story change or something. So um that I think, you know, but also, I, I just, I saw some people in the comments like, oh, that man wasn't having it. And I, I don't know what type of man he is. I just saw pictures of him or whatever. And I was like, oh, well, I guess not then. But I saw some people saying that, like, I guess he didn't approve of her being on the show anyway, or he just went about to have his life on the show. Maybe they know him better outside of, you know, I just thought that was interesting. Someone just called me that I haven't talked to in years. Let me check and make sure everything okay. Okay. Well, what other um um Tammy and CVS. So Tammy went to CVS, Waka Flocka's wife. Went to CVS um 
this past week, weekend, I want to say Sunday, maybe, to pick up some items. And the manager of the store um, was following her around. And Tammy said that it wasn't, it was just how she handled it, how the lady was. The lady, she didn't speak to her. She didn't even acknowledge her, but she was following her. And she didn't say nothing to her. But when she was went to open something, the lady was like, um, um, was the lady, the lady was like, um, don't open that. You know, and she I said, huh? I was trying to remember what she said that, that the woman said, but it just yeah. not come through. It was, um, don't open that. And she was like, um, you know, she could have said it differently. And Tammy did a video in the store and then she did a, a, a video outside the store. And she was like, she didn't have the problem with the lady handling, you know, as a, as a, um, Businesswoman, I mean, not as a businesswoman, but as the manager saying something, you know what I'm saying? But it was how the lady said it. And she said, if the lady would have been like, oh, girl, don't, you know, don't open that, you know, let me put it up here for you if you want to open it or if you're going to buy it or something like that. But that's not how the lady did. She was like, don't open that. And she said she felt like the lady was trying to treat her like a child. Oh, Sharona said the lady said, don't do that. So it was, mm -hmm. don't do that or don't open that or one of that, one of those things. And there's been many times that we've that I've walked in the store and somebody, you know, kind of looking and watching, you know, especially when when I was younger, you know, kind of looking and watching. And it's time out for that, especially, you know, especially when you got a little coin, you feel like don't do don't play with me. Do not play with me. So CVS has launched an investigation. And you know they got cameras, so they're gonna see. <clears throat> yeah. I'm gonna she went through that. I Initially, I was kind of, I don't know. I guess I'm one of those. I might would have just went gone through that situation and not said anything. But um, I'm glad that she was able. You know what? Then again, no, I wouldn't have. Because I probably would have been one of those also. Uh, I maybe wouldn't have taken it to social media. But I definitely would have been under that stores um, and their comments for their reviews and so on. Like leaving a comment about that of some sort. So. Me too. I probably would have did a video. I'm extra. I did a video. Tammy had the lady right there. The lady was, and then I was like, "Woman, just shut up. Just shut up." Because <laughs> she was like, "I didn't. Uh, I, I, I've been working here. Like she didn't say. She didn't say she didn't do it. She didn't say that she spoke. She didn't say none of that. What she said was, when Tammy said she must be new, she was like, "I've been working here." <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sharona says it happens all the time. We sick of it. That might have caught Tammy on the wrong day. I didn't check a few clerks. Listen, seriously. Now I don't have a problem with my CVS because my CVS, they cool over there. But you know, <laughs> but I don't live in, I don't think Tammy would live in a, a bad neighborhood neither. Cause I mean, you shouldn't disrespect anybody just because they live in a bad neighborhood anyway, either. But you know, I don't, I have yeah. to think about what kind of neighborhood she lives in. She don't live in no trashy neighborhood for you to be watching her like that. And she don't have to tell you who she is and how much money she got either. Like that. Mm -mm. Yeah. And it was a, a, a hay wrap. Girl, I can buy all, all these on this shelf and your boxes in the back. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> that is all we have. <laughs> 
<laughs> for news, for um, current events or what have you. Um, so yeah, fancy. All right. Well, um, let's go to our sponsors before we do our recap. Just a second. Remix. Jador. Jador. Jador Awareness Apparel. It is an apparel line named after my youngest son, Lyric Jador. This apparel line brings awareness to cerebral palsy, epilepsy, autism, and soon adding breast cancer, sickle cell, and Down syndrome. Through fashion, we are able to connect with those who are not knowledgeable about these particular diagnoses. Shop Jador Awareness Apparel com and purchase your awareness apparel to help us spread inclusion, love, knowledge of a beautiful yet often forgotten about community. Jador. Jador. Well, thank you to our sponsors, Jador Awareness Apparel. You all can shop with them. Yeah, I shop with them. They have some really cute. I tell you, every time I've been selling these shoes, she's done a great job with her marketing. Mm hmm. She's done a great job with her marketing, just everything. Sharona said, oh, I want them high tops. Girl, no. Did you see? Sharon, you got to go to our Instagram and see them heels that I reposted. They were um, booties. Were they booties? I haven't saw them. All right. So our first guest of, um, what's up? Oh, the live. Oh, um, our first guest of this month was Miss Delshawn. She said, yeah. um, Randy said, I would definitely support. Um, Ms. Delshawn. Delsh um, so Ms. Delshawn talked about sexual and domestic violence, um, domestic abuse. And she really gave us, she really gave us some a good definition, like a really good definition of what sexual abuse was. And um, it was just, it was a deep conversation. Because, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I was about to say. What you got, Fancy? Well, um, yeah, it was a deep conversation. And her uh, breakdown of, like you said, of what all sexual assault entails was really good. But also, um, she talked about consent. And I think more people need to hear what she said about consent um, as far as just how consent works, you know, how it can be revoked at any time. That's something I don't think we really look at much in today's society. You know, like as she pointed out, uh, you might have said yes to kissing, you know, but then if it went any further than that and you say no, then that's no. If you are in the act of sex and then you decide, hey, I no longer want this, you can pull away like you're revoking that consent. And I just I thought that was really interesting. Um and I think it's something young girls need to know as well, you know. Agreed. Agreed. Um, that that was that in itself was just so good. The fact that she was talking about, you know, even husbands and wives, you know, yeah. like you wake up and somebody's just on top of you. 
and you just feel ugh, because they didn't even ask. They didn't even have your consent. They just felt like they can just do their business with you and be done. So that was um, that was our first guest, LaShawn. Miss LaShawn talked about um, sexual abuse and domestic um, abuse. She has a foundation. Um, why can't why don't I remember things? Her foundation is um, speak our truth. Oh, I knew that, and I was about to say something with truth, but okay. <laughs> and she said she even said she said some people just want to talk. You're not even some people are not ready to tell that this happened to the authorities because you have to go through so much when you do do that. And she was like. I was like, she said, I would just sit and listen to you and listen to you talk and ask you, what is it that you want to do? Because a lot of people don't. And that's why they don't say nothing because they're not, they don't want all their business out there. They don't want to um, go through the scrutiny of it all because let's just face it. Society makes it seem like it's the victim's fault. You know, um, Delilah said, oh, that's terrible. Folks are living so different, um, so many different ways. We got to be nice, Lord. Yes, 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 we do. Um, and just adding to that, another point or two points that she made, and I'm trying to make certain I remember them because as you said them, they came to mind. Um, she mentioned, when you said that about talking, um, for one, she mentioned that if someone is to... Uh, share that with you, you know, that they've been assaulted in it in some way, um, to first believe them, you know, and then, uh, ask whatever other questions, you know, but first you should believe them. But another thing that she said that stuck out to me was that if you're on the receiving end, if someone comes to you and, you know, well, that was just the receiving end too, but if you're still on that same end, um, to make certain that you have the mental capacity and the emotional capacity to be able to assist them with this, mm -hmm. you know, like, is this something that you can actually take on yourself because you might not be in the right headspace. And if that is the case, then you need to let them know, like, you know, Hey, I'm sorry, but I, I can't help you do anything about this, or I'm not in the right mind space right now to try to assist you because you never know what a person is going through themselves. So she made a lot mm -hmm. of great she did she did so check her out speak our truth um nonprofit is here in dallas but um i'm sure she don't care she said her her real phone number is on her page on her um her website so you can call her anybody you can give it to somebody who's been sexually assaulted and she will walk you through the whole process and that's a blessing um the second week was near and dear to my heart because my niece Kier was killed here in Dallas and Arlington, Texas, and she was a transgender woman. Um, before I finish, I want to just acknowledge Delilah says so powerful, definitely got to reshare. So that's that. Um, so the second week, um, we had Lauren on, a transgender woman. And this story was so near and dear to my heart because it was dedicated to my niece, Kier Solomon, who was killed here in Dallas um, on September 30th in her car, in her vehicle. Um, Lauren told us a lot. 
Lauren was a lot. Lauren was, she gave us a lot and I appreciated it. You know, even something that stuck out to me was when she was saying that um, even if you don't agree with their change, the, the greatest form of disrespect is I tell you my name is this and you continue telling me you don't care that you're going to do whatever. It's already hard. And she was like, it takes so much, first of all, to even say, okay, this is how I feel. This is who I am now. And to walk it because you never know how somebody's going to react to you, how a man is. And she said, um, one thing she said was, excuse me, on her, um, she has a webinar, a web series on YouTube under um, chasing reality. It's called Just Lauren. That's on YouTube. And she talked about how on one of the episodes, one of her straight friends didn't want her to come to a straight club because she said that her, her straight friend felt like she was going to have to protect her. And I never thought, you know, oh, I always felt like that too. I felt like, you know, I don't want, I want, I have to protect you or I don't want nobody to say nothing wrong to you. And she was like, I deal with this every day. I know how to handle myself. And she said, she's straight up. Look, this is what this is. This is, you know, da, 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 whether you decide to or not. And she gave an um, example where a guy was like, I already knew. And she said, most guys know already. So I thought that was very impactful. It was a really good conversation because we never have those conversations. And that's what we're here for, to have those conversations. Yeah. I um I think what stood out to me in that conversation, um, just something that I learned was when, when she, I asked her a question, but basically, because I'm, I'm looking back at my notes, but I can't remember how exactly the question went. But she shared that, like in so many words, transgenders, um, a trans, the feelings of a transgender person aren't the same as the feelings of a gay person. Um, and she didn't say it in those exact words, but that's what I took from it because she explained how she um, knew, well, she felt like she was a woman from a young age, but she didn't, you know, so that's that's what I gathered from that. Not like, oh, you saw yourself as a man that liked other men, but you know, you saw yourself as a woman that liked men. So um that was really interesting to me. Um, because I think oftentimes we just kind of we don't look at it that way, you know, we just kind of right. assume that they that that's just how they think. So I thought that, that was um that was interesting. That question was because I said that Kier was gay at first and she had just started transi transitioning. And you was like, is that how it happens from, yeah. you know, you gay and then you become trans. And that's when she explained that to us. So that was really impactful. Um, I'm looking to have more conversations like that. Even talk about dating in the trans world and different things because, hey, there are people, too. <laughs> um, last week we had Miss Coletta on She talked about ovarian and breast cancer She talked about how they both are kind of linked to one another And that's what made her um, do it First of all, she's a black woman, Dr. Coletta Because she's a black woman scientist I love that um, she also talked about, I asked her about prevention And she said the first thing is to find out your family history 
to find out your family history. So you guys, you got to tell your kids what's going on with you when you when you dealing with something because it's so important. Um, as I shared, something as crazy as um, my thyroid. I have a nodule on my thyroid. Just happened to have a conversation with one of my aunts, and she was like, "Yeah, I had a thyroid. I had a nodule on my thyroid too, and I had thyroid, and I never knew that." So find out your family history, and she said that she actually come out to people's family reunions and do do history sharing. So you find out why how people died and different things. So for me, and I actually did. I contacted my PCP and was like. Um, it's time for me to have my breast exam because my aunt had breast cancer. Her aunt had breast cancer. And um, I'll be probably getting my mammogram here in December after I go to my GYN for my annual. So um, it's very important. Know your family history. Um, find out. Don't ignore the signs. And she talked about inflammatory. That was another one that I never knew about. I never knew about the inflammatory breast cancer. It's mm. not a um, it's not a knot. It's actually the change of texture in your breast. So it's important to touch yourself. Don't be afraid to touch yourself. And if you find and you feel like something's off, go to the doctor. I know I did. Um, and last week I shared that when I was like 35, I wanted to say I was 35. Um, I, I do breast exams and I did a breast exam and I found a knot and I went to my doctor and told her and she said, well, I don't think it's anything, but if you want to have a mammogram, I say, yes, I do. I do want to have a mammogram. <laughs> and I had my first mammogram at 35. Well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I enjoyed Dr. Coletta. Um, I was trying to think of what, uh, there was one thing that, I'm I'm not as familiar about, and actually I'm wondering, it was it ovarian cancer or was it cervical cancer? Ovarian. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think I put cervical somewhere. I was writing it. But um just when she was saying that the symptoms like can mimic other illnesses, and I thought I think that that's something that's important for us to know. And just um she honed in about the importance of knowing your family history, but like you mentioned, share it with the kids, but also a lot of us don't know, you know, from our perspectives, like we still need to be asking those of uh, our elders, you know, mm -hmm. about their history as well. But I say that to say that she was just saying that um, if you know your family history, then those are the things like if you let your uh, doctor know that, that way you can be screened for those um yeah. you know that way you can rule out things first as opposed to working your way towards you know building up to that because one thing that she pointed out is that most times um if you're within a certain age range especially like of, of women who are still able to get pregnant that's going to be the first thing that they're going to think that you're pregnant you know so that's like the um one of the first things they look to rule out so she raised just i mean it was uh it was a good medical conversation, but in terms that we could all understand. So I think that was what, what makes it good, like speaking with her. She's relatable. Exactly. Exactly. And she has a book, too. And it was called, I can't remember. Cancer Doesn't Win. Cancer Doesn't Win, something like that. Um, And I like how she, how she said that. I never knew that ovarian cancer starts in the fallopian tube. She said that. 
She said that when she goes to the doctor, she wants them to rule out cancer first, and then you go to everything else you think it might be. She also said that if they give you medicine and it doesn't work in two weeks, go back and tell them to test for something else. Right. Test for the cancer. So that is very, 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 very important. Um, because especially as black women, we talked about that too, not being heard as black women um, and switching the doctor. Switch your doctor. If your doctor ain't listening to you, I don't care what color they are. Switch them. Because I, I'm not paying you to not listen to me. I felt like my last PCP didn't listen to me. Now I have a black woman doctor and she listens to me. And she asked me about mental things too. <laughs> but anytime I said, she'd be like, I said, I feel like I, I honestly told her, I said, I feel like I got something in the back of my throat. I said, I don't know what it is. And she was like, okay, I'm going I'm to set you up for um, x-ray. So we did an x-ray on my throat, but come to find out it was my tonsils. And when they went in to do the um, x-ray on my throat, they turned around and seen something on my tonsils. So then I had to go back and do the x-ray on my tonsils. And then I had to have the biopsy. But she listened. When I told her, it felt like something was on the back of my throat. Um, if I tell her, I told her my knee was bothering me. And she did her whole exam and everything. She said, well, you just need to lose some weight. <laughs> mm. I mean, I know that. I know that, sis. <laughs> but yes, um, Delilah said facts. So we had some great guests. This month, we had some really, really good guests. We got educated. Next month, we have, um, let's see, we have Brandy Gray of um, the Candy Lady Cosmetics. I actually did my eyes today. Um, we have Chef D. No, then the next week, we have Ken. Um, he has an animated series that will be coming, a Black animated series that will be coming on um, Amazon Prime. That's going to be the second week. The third week will be Chef D. He is from New Orleans. He has a cookbook. He has um, seasonings, all kinds of stuff. Um, he's going to be a good talker. I just know he's going to be a good talker. I feel like everybody's going to be a good talker for it. Um, <laughs> the last person we have, Miss Bev, Bev, um, Moneybag Bev. That's how she's known. Um, she makes pillowcases and she send you like a kit, a DIY kit. What we wanted to do was shine light on black entrepreneurs that are doing stuff that's creative, that's a little bit different than what we normally just see. And um, of course, Brandy's always supporting. She's been, um, she was on tonight. I don't know if she's still on. She's she's on tonight. Chef D be on in the comments talking, you know. So we really just that's what we're about. We're about um shining light on different people that are doing different things. So that's what November is dedicated to. And yeah. All right. Well, you ready for your handles, tags? Yes. <laughs> you can find me. Oh, she said I'm here. Um, you can find me at www.ladyceo.com, lady with an I CEO.com. Um on Instagram, lady with an I dot CEO clubhouse. I am lady CEO. My email is a R N Y a at ladyceo.com. Next week we have the walk of a woman. It will be the first Thursday of the month. As you guys know, each and every first Thursday, we have the walk of a woman. You can find out the information on my website, on any of my social media pages as well. We come together. We have a good time. Just different women of different, um, 
places and we just get what we need, get loved on, talk about what we got going on. We um, have a showcase of one of the businesses. It's really a great thing. This will be our third one. So I'm really, really, really excited. If you have any suggestions or comments about the show, um, Theories and Thoughts show, you can email us at theoriesandthoughts at ladyceo.com. Um, if you would like to be a guest, send us your information at um, theoriesandthoughts at ladyceo.com. We will look over it and consider it. Um, after December, we are going on break. I'm going to start telling y'all that early. We take a break um, now every January. And then we come back in February. So our last show will be at the end of December. And then we'll come back in February. Um, we also have Theories and Thoughts Season 2 about to pop off. Y'all, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about it. I love our trailer. I love our commercial. Like, are we ready? We ready. Fancy. All right. Um, so you all can find me if, as Fancy Swagger on all platforms. Um, all of the platforms as far as Swagger Magazine, everything is Swagger Magazine. Um, and, of course, our website is Swagger.net. And um, it seems like there was something else I was going to mention. We do still have tickets available for our Bosses Link Up event, which is November the 3rd. And the tickets are available on Eventbrite. Or if you visit the website, you can click on any of the banners on there and it's going to lead you um, to the event page as well. And um, yeah, I think that is everything. I apologize for you. And it's just like, I'm so sleepy right now. Just like, yeah, <laughs> well, if that is all, we're going to see y'all later. Bye.